Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Allie, this is going to be the easiest interview you've ever done. We're just going to chat. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. Cool. Do I just... <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I'm jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Village, one of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. We'll have unfiltered conversations with Olympic athletes from the ground about the daily experiences that make up a majority of the athlete life at the Games. After all, it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack. From iFit. You can hear us in the headphones, okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. How are you guys? Hanging out, living the dream. Nice. Where are you guys at? I am in my oh, hotel what? room. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And here we are. We're all in Tokyo, but not together. But that's part no, of the course yeah. these days. I probably see you guys across the bay somewhere. <laughs> yes, I'm facing the Olympic rings. My view is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so is mine from my uh, village room. We like look outlook on the water. It's like perfect. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. nuts. It's so beautiful here. Yeah. It just makes me sad that fans can't obviously be here. It is weird. Allie, what is your name and your sport, please? Allie Aguilar, softball. First of all, congratulations on being here at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. It's been a long ride, not for just Team USA softball, but softball in general. We haven't seen softball in the Olympics since 2008. I know that you've said you've watched softball in 2004, 2008 with teammates, you know, your teammates now with Kat Osterman, Monica Abbott, and... Can you just talk about how full circle that moment is, especially given all of the circumstances surrounding that? And you're here now on the team. I know. It really is crazy. Like, if you think about the timing, because I was watching, I was in fourth grade when Kat was in the Olympics for her first time. And then I was in eighth grade in 2008 when it was Monica and Kat. Um, And then that was the last time that it was in the Olympics. And that was the last time I kind of dreamed about it. And And then after that, it was taken away. Like, it wasn't in 12. It wasn't in 16. So like my focus, like the dream was kind of gone. And then for in 2016, which is my first year back, that was actually my first year back with USA um, or on the USA team. And they brought, that was the year that they announced that softball was going to be back in the Olympics. So I feel like the timing was just like something bigger than myself, you know, had a hand in that. And so it really is full circle and crazy that I'm teammates with the people I watched when I was in fourth and eighth grade. No, it's absolutely incredible. And Being here in Tokyo, you're obviously in the village. You've been settled in. What does check-in day look like at the village? For everybody that obviously hasn't been in the village, which is most of us listening to this, what is that process like for you guys as a team? Honestly, um, it was pretty smooth because we were the first ones in, and it was nice. But um, now it's way busier. But we just got on the bus, came over here, and then went through all the, like, services to like get through get accreditation um they bust us over to our rooms but we were all just really excited because i mean there's only two of cat and monica are the only ones that have been to the olympics before so i think once we got here we were just like so excited to take pictures and all of that but it was really smooth because 
like I said, we were the first ones. No, that's great because sometimes check-in is not as smooth as you want it to be. Yeah, we were like first in line. We're like, hey. And then with the like uh, cafeteria, we were like, there's no one in here. This is awesome. We're not, I mean, just like first in line for everything. And then now we got back from Fukushima and then there's like tons of athletes, which is cool, but it's way more crowded than when we first started. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You had the palace to yourselves at first. Now you're sharing it, but that's okay. Yeah. Speaking about the cafeteria, can you just tell us, describe to us how big it actually is and how much food it is and what it's like being in a place where every single athlete has to eat. So you see everybody there. What is that experience like? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's two stories, so that could tell you a lot about it. Um, And yeah, there's literally all kinds of different country food. There's grill, um, there's uh, world is one of the sections, Asia, Japanese, halal. And I think it's just pretty cool getting to eat like, I don't eat all these different kinds of foods at home, really. Like, I eat chicken. (laughs) So it's just kind of cool to have all those options and have them, you know, the Japanese are really good at moving all the food through and everything. And I don't know, just having all of the options that we have is is pretty cool. And the coffee, that's my favorite part. Oh, you need the coffee. So have you been exploring all of those (laughs) options, like even on competition day, or are you kind of sticking to what you know when you play? No, I, I go for it all. Yeah, I like to get – I'm kind of like a variety person, so I like just to get a little bit of each kind. But I've really been liking the curry from, like, Japan, the Japanese, and then also from the Asian section. So I've been sticking to that, but then other things I've kind of explored. That's awesome. I love that you're yeah. doing that. You, you know, you're here. You're at yeah. the Olympics. You might as well experience it. I might it. as well go for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So – when you're in the village, you're obviously living there, you're eating there. You have to travel to all of your venues that you're playing at. What is that transportation system like? I actually saw on your social media, you guys have instruments, you're jamming out in the middle of the bus rides. Like, what is that like transporting from venue to venue? How long are the rides? You know, tell me all about that. Well, the first, um, Yokohama is like 45 minute, maybe 30 minute drive. So that one's not too bad, but our first couple games were in Fukushima. So that was a two hour or something like that bullet train there, which was really nice. And then on the way back, we bust five hours. So yes, our team can make fun out of nothing. And just, I don't know, we play a lot of music and um, one of my teammates brought her guitar and two of my teammates know how to play. So we were like writing songs out of other songs and just kind of like, there's really never a dull moment. So we just kind of, we, the speaker, having the speaker is really big for us to be able to play all kinds of music and jam out and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it's pretty, pretty smooth. Not bad. It's nice to have that time since we are like in the village with like eight of us to a room, like that time to just like put our headphones in or listen to music and just take time to ourselves as well. I wanted to ask when you guys aren't traveling to your competition and you're not kind of training, what does a day, I don't want to say off look like for you guys, because I know you're still training, but what is more so a rest day look like while you're here at the games when you're waiting to play next? Um, well, today was that. So we all got up. We like to go to our suite. We have like half of our team in one suite and half of our team in the other suite. So our suite, we nicknamed ourselves the Sweeties, S-U-I-T-I-E-S. 
<laughs> and we, yeah, we uh, like to do everything together, which I really like. Um, and so we all went to breakfast and then we came back um, and then we actually had practice. So we left together. We met downstairs, went to practice, but it was only like an hour and 45 minute practice. And then we bust back and then went to lunch together um, and then came back. And then that's when we get like treatment, which is down in the first floor. Um, and then we kind of just chill in our rooms or do what we need to do. Um, okay. This is kind of funny. One of, do you know how to play? What are the odds? Yeah. You know that game? Okay, so <laughs> one of my teammates, uh, I, I guess I could say Aubrey Monroe, she lost in odds. So she had to go to the middle of the like village and get, put her catcher's gear on and do like dropping blocks. I don't know if you know what that is, but like do in front of everyone. And we were like on the ninth floor balcony, like, yeah, Aubrey. <laughs> and it was amazing. Just yeah. We were all dying laughing. It was a great time. It, so yeah, that happened too. <laughs> no, it's so cool to hear that. It's not all serious, you know, like there's so much fun. Your team is vibing so well. And I think that's a testament to athletes like you being on the game and leading all of your teammates to playing really well. And, you know, talking about all of the catcher's gear and stuff, when you guys, you know, the softball team, it's not like the swim team, like I was on swimsuit, cap and goggles, and I'm good to go on my carry on. Like you guys have a lot of gear. What does that yes. look like traveling from the States? How many bats and gloves? Like, what are you bringing with you? I brought actually a whole bat case of, I brought like 12 bats, which is a lot. I mean, normally you bring like two bats. Yeah, I brought 12. My other teammates brought 12, but we, there's like a test. So we had to make sure like they pass the test. If they're too like hot, then you can't use them and all these rules. So we just, I brought like 11 bats. Um, I brought two gloves. I almost brought three, but I only brought two. And then you have your helmet. I brought like three or four pairs of batting gloves. Um, we wear like elbow guards and stuff like that. So I brought a few of those, um, our uniforms, cleats. I probably brought like four pairs of cleats. Yeah. Cause so we you have just have a completely separate <laughs> equipment bag. Like Oh, yeah. Like, separate from everything that Team USA gave you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we got the, like, two other bats, we got Ralph Lauren and then Team USA gear. Like, we were like, how are we going to get this home? <laughs> yeah. It's so, no, it's, it's so much stuff. And I want – can you describe the amount of actual stuff that you get from Ralph Lauren, okay. Nike, all the – you got skim stuff from Kim Kardashian. Like, give us your hot take on all of that. Yes. Um, well, yeah, we got skim stuff. That was actually the first thing that came to our door and we were all like, everyone came into our suite and we're all just like freaking out, trying it on and stuff. Yeah. But yes, I've definitely been wearing that every day. It's like the softest material, um, shirt, like bedwear and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, we got two big suitcases, like roller suitcases of team USA and Ralph Lauren stuff like completely filled to the brim. So that's basically all we've been wearing. I knew like I shouldn't bring a lot from home because we would get like a ton of stuff. So yeah, we Probably got like smart. You didn't bring anything extra. That was yours. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need yeah. It. I mean, my softball equipment itself was yeah a lot. So yeah. um, what do you think the most surprising thing was that you got out of all of that stuff? Was there one thing that stuck out to you that you were like, wow, can't believe I got this. 
Um, I mean, it was probably the skim stuff. I didn't really know that we were we were getting that. So I thought we were just getting like Team USA gear, and then yeah, probably that, and then it having like the Olympic stuff on it was pretty cool too. Yeah, the Olympic logo. I think yeah, that is just one of the greatest honors. You know, competing for mm-hmm. the United States, getting to wear the flag with the Olympic logo. And for you, outside of competing at these games, what has been the highlight since you've been in Tokyo for you and maybe your team as well? Um, personally, I, I'm like a really faith-based person. So we've been like meeting. And like I said, like one of my teammates knows how to play the guitar. And so we were kind of just like playing music, playing worship music, like out near the Olympic rings. And I feel like just like almost like our whole team was out there just singing. And I just felt like that moment was like really memorable for me to just be like looking out on the ocean and just like seeing all that like God was has done to like get me to this point, like talking about like full circle that I get to be here. So I feel like just taking in those moments like that are like really special. Yeah. Well, you know, we are all cheering for you and Team USA and we are behind you and you've actually already competed even though opening ceremonies have yet to happen. So you are already an Olympian. Is that going to change the way that you watch opening ceremonies? How does that all work out for you emotionally? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy to think that, you know, this moment is actually here. And like, I mean, the first game we were playing, we stepped we stepped on the field versus Italy. I was like, just filled with joy. Like every moment I was just smiling, smiling, smiling. Um, so just for it to be real is really cool. And our team's going to get together. We aren't going to be at opening ceremonies. We're going to watch it since we play tomorrow. But we're definitely going to celebrate and just take in the moment. Are you going to put on your opening ceremonies outfit yes. tonight? Awesome. Yep, we got a plan at 6 p.m. We're going to put it on. We're going to take a picture. We're going to watch. So That's going to be so much fun. Well, mm-hmm. again, best of luck, Allie, and good luck tomorrow. You Thank guys are going to be great. Yeah. We're going to be watching you, cheering super loud, and enjoy. Is this is tomorrow's game at the closer venue? Yes, the rest okay. of our games are. We play Mexico nice. at 2.30, yeah. Great. Well, we will be watching, Allie. Thank you, guys. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit.